Today on the Dynasty Rewind, we are talking dynasty trades to make right now. All that and more starting now. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business. Joined as always by my faithful co-host, Nate. You look like you're on a safari. Christian, how you doing, Nate? Hey, yeah, I just got back from Africa. It was pretty cool. Um, no, actually, I got back from Baltimore. It's about the same, though. Yes, it is very dangerous there as well. Uh, you don't have to worry about rhinoceroses, or is this one guy that I used to work with called them a rhinosaur? Uh, but also joining, uh, yeah, I don't know. He was a little mm. off. I also <laughs> got my other faithful co-host, Shevin Nooney. Chev, what is good, my man? Yeah, and I just got back from Canton, Ohio, so kind of like oh. Africa a little bit. There's a couple animals there, I feel like, but yeah, not too bad. You know, a little bit better weather, a lot of plane waiting, and it was great. It was good. College football. Mm. Nothing like Back. a six-hour layover. Oof. Yeah. Unintended when you're listening, layover. So by the time you're listening to this, week zero is right around the yeah. corner. Or if you listen to it after the weekend, it is behind you. Hopefully you enjoyed the slate of games. Not anything crazy on week zero this year. Uh, we got Notre Dame coming up. Um, but hey, you know, that's it. So let's talk about some trades that we want to make right now. I would trade a Notre Dame game for a Penn State game right about now. That's just... Mm-hmm. Nate, let's start with your trade scenario first. What is the trade scenario that you selected? All right. So I selected elite player buy. And basically, I wanted to find a top five wide receiver who I could go acquire. Um, You know, we know studs really help us out. You know, obviously, the more studs you got in your lineup, the better you're going to do. And, you know, getting one of those guys not only just helps your lineup out, but it'd be like we talked about in the last podcast, Mm -hmm. cornerstone players you build your team around. You know, the more you have of those, the more you just are better off year in and year out. And one guy I really like, and I think is actually somewhat accessible right now, is C.D. Lamb. You know, people are a little, you know, cooling on Dak Prescott right now. You know, not super excited about maybe the Cowboys offense this year. Um, You know, C.D. Lamb, we know he's a top wide receiver, a top young wide receiver. But he's not quite in that Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase tier. That's fine. It's very hard to be in that tier. Mm-hmm. So he's currently going at, you know, wide receiver four right now and keep trade cut. But he's an accessible wide receiver four. And I like that because he scores points. So here's a trade I came up with. Tony Pollard and Christian Watson for C.D. Lamb. So, you know, you're, you're making this work for somebody else. Somebody else, obviously, you know, they have maybe some wide receiver depth or maybe they're okay with the tier down to Watson to pick up Pollard because they could use some running back help. And you're just solidifying yourself with a stud wide receiver you can build around. This is a move I would make in a rebuilding team. This is a move I would make in a competing team if I have the running back depth to get rid of Tony Pollard. We talked about in the last podcast. I'm not a huge Tony Pollard fan. And, you know, we talked about the age. We talked about things like that. Um, I think he's just a good sell right now. That's why I used him in this trade because he is valued so highly. He's, he's valued right over top of Austin Eckler, who you know has just been incredible for fantasy football over the past two years. And Tony Pollard's on a one-year deal, so I don't know what's going on after this year. So I'll take C.D. Lamb. I know what I'm getting with him for a long time. Another trade I came up with, you know, maybe we don't have, you know, we just there's two 
top players we want to trade for C.D. Lamb. So Tony Pollard, a first-round pick, and Elijah Moore. Because if we're trading ways, you know, if that person's trading away C.D. Lamb, they probably want a wide receiver back. We'll give them Elijah Moore. At least they get something. But I'm assuming they're doing this deal once again to get, you know, a top running back, get that first on top of it, get some wide receiver help there for the depth. You know, I think Lamb is just an accessible top five wide receiver. We love to build around wide receivers around here. Throw some trades out there for CeeDee Lamb. I think I think it'd be worth your money. So what you're saying here is in the second trade, you're equating, you know, Pollard is Pollard. Obviously, their their value lines up. So you're equating the first and Elijah Moore equals Christian Watson, essentially, right? Essentially, yeah. Because you know, Christian Watson, young, very exciting wide receiver. I have some worries about his production. Just because Jordan Love's a new quarterback to the NFL. It's true. Jordan Love also has a lot of weapons. A lot of help was acquired for Jordan Love. A lot of help. Plus, Doves is having a comeback, apparently. So there's just a lot of mouths to feed there. Yeah. I'm fine with this. You know, CeeDee Lamb, he is only 24 years old. Mm -hmm. Hasn't missed a game in his NFL career which is hard in today's NFL. And look, Dak knows how to get it to him. 260 receptions over three seasons. I'm on board with either trade. Chev, yay or nay? Yay. He's just a great wide receiver that's young. He gets all the production in that offense. Mm -hmm. It's an easy, easy buy for C.D. Lamb at this point. If you can find a way to get him, it's, it's an easy win for you. All right, Chev, let's go to what is your trade scenario that you came up with? Yeah, and my trade scenario is going to be QB, tight end, trade target, or sell. The guy that I really love to go get is Pat Fryermuth at this point. He's a he's an incredible wide, re- or wide receiver. Yeah, kind of like a wide receiver. No, he's a tight end. But he's a guy that I think has top five potential. I think if he could have got some more touchdowns last year, I think he could have got there. And, you know, it's year three mm-hmm. for him. Year three is where we see tight ends shine. Yeah. I think he can even have such a, a, a better year this upcoming year. He saw 98 targets last season. He was top five in the tight ends and targets, top six in reception and receiving yards. You know, I think he has room to progress in TDs. He only had two, but I think that changes his upcoming year. I think that offense is just a little bit more dynamic with, with Kenny Pickett being in year two as well. A lot of young guys. We have Deontay Johnson out there as well. I think there's going to be a lot of, a lot of coverage going to those guys, and I think our boy Pat Frymuth might be getting forgotten about and he's consistent. He plays 16 games the last two seasons. I want a guy that's out on the field. I want a guy that's top five in targets at tight end, and we have that here. He's going for a mid to late second at this point. I came up with the trade, Pat Fryermuth for Chig Oconquo in the third. I love being able to get that consistent player, trading Chig away in an offense that, you know, they're not as pass happy as some other teams. You add DeAndre Hopkins there. Do I think Chig will be good? yes. Do I think he could get to the top five? I don't think so. I think Pat Fryermuth though, has that opportunity to get there. You know, it's it, I don't know if he makes it to the top five this year, but I like the transition of him going throughout the years. I mean, he's only 24 years old. I think the sky's the limit for him at the tight end position. I love yeah. this. Mm-hmm. This is great. Um, I'm all on board. I mean, if I could get him for a mid to late second, I feel like, it might have to be mid to early second. Just people sure. people are pretty high on firing with. And to be honest with you, I'll pay that. And look, I understand I talk about tight ends a lot, but there is a competitive advantage here. You know, people devalue this position and then they go off and then they overpay. So get these guys when they're cheap, when you could still afford them. I feel like with Kenny Pickett coming in, 
growing in that offense. Hopefully they get a new offensive coordinator soon. Maybe Matt Canna turns around. I don't know. I'm all on board. Nate, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so I think we're seeing uh, a renaissance of the tight end position, Mike. So congratulations. I know you're excited about that. <laughs> so you're saying I'm a trailblazer. Yeah, trailblazer, man. Um, I think this is the year to go start acquiring your tight ends because we've always said you're not a top, top five tight end. doesn't matter. There's just like 30 guys after that that all can be your weekly play. With all the tight end talent coming into the league, I think that's going to change. Where we actually have a top 12 we're excited about, those top three guys are still going to be ahead above all of those other guys. But I think there's going to be a, a clear top 12 with the talent that's coming in. Yeah. I think Pat Frymuth is very much in the middle of that. I think he's going to be sitting there around tight end six to eight. Yeah. And with some touchdown luck, could get into that top five of tight ends because yeah. this is a guy that, you know, kind of has been like the second target on his offense. I'm um, at times, you know, 60 receptions so far in each of his first two seasons. Love Only it. the second tight end in NFL history to have 60 receptions in each of the first two seasons. Anyone know the other tight end? Anybody? Kellen Winslow. Nope. Keith nope. Jackson. Oh, all right. No one has ever done it three seasons in a row. I think Pat Fryman is going to get 60 receptions this year. That would be historical. So basically what you're saying is I was 2000 and early on the uh, tight end position. I do want to say one thing. I'm going to make this real quick. I did do a bargain buy video earlier this week. If you haven't checked it out, please go do so. You Mm -hmm. wanted some value. I'll just throw this little nugget out there real quick. Jake Ferguson starting tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Look, last Last three seasons, if you average out what Dalton Schultz did, that would be 66 catches for 667 yards and five and a half touchdowns. When I started out, I just went to five touchdowns. That's 162.7 fantasy points, which is 9.57 fantasy points per game if all 17 games are played. If he just hits the average, that puts him at tight end seven above players like Pat Frymuth, Cole Komet, and Dallas Goddard. Guys, this is how you get a competitive competitive advantage because when everybody else on Twitter or X or whatever the hell it's called says tight ends don't matter, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, use that devalued to stock up at that position and get an advantage. And then I'm also going to get to the correct show sheet again and tell you that I do not listen. And I use the same two trade scenarios last time because I don't know how to read, know your league settings, know your show sheet settings, but that's okay. We got through it. So I'm tearing down. Here's the trade that I constructed. Using DLF trade analyzer value, somebody asked in the comments, I use a DLF's trade analyzer. There's a website that's also free, I believe, called um, DLF is not free, so you know. Dynasty trade calculator, does keep trade cut have a trade calculator? Do you guys know? Yes. Okay, they do. I wasn't sure. I didn't want to know. So Travis Etienne, I'm moving off of him. His value is 401.5. I'm also adding a 24 third. Total on that trade is 448.3 for that side. I'm sorry. For Miles Sanders and DJ Moore. So that total value is 463.0. Or there's another one. ETN and a 24 fourth. That value is 414.4 for Miles Sanders and Brandon Ayuk. 425.1. Pick your poison, gentlemen. Nate, you might go the Ayuk side. Chev, you might go the, the DJ Moore side. See, look at that. I pleased everybody in the room. Miles Sanders. So look, why am I coming up with this trade? I think most of the rewind crew is trying to move off of ETN this offseason due to tank. Nate being there. Uh, Doug Peterson likes to rotate his backs. I still think he's going to have a productive enough season. So here's the thing. I'm moving a player that when you're selling this guy, yes, you're tearing down to a productive player, but you're still not ripping off your league mate. 
like, look, you're going to get a productive player here. Okay. He's got some decent receiving upside too. Travis Etienne does 35 catches for 316 yards, no touchdowns, but whatever. Sanders has less competition in Carolina. Chuba Hubbard, you got Raheem Blackshear there. Cameron Peoples from Appalachian State. If you like a guy who's really big and stands up straight when he runs, he is there. And, uh, you know, look, the Ayuk trade, if you prefer Brandon Ayuk over DJ Moore, their value is close. So, you know, like I said, pick your poisons. You guys probably don't agree because you never like to agree with me. That's fine. Guys, go ahead, agree or disagree. I'm I'm good with this. I'm good with tearing down from ETN. Um, it's nothing specifically against ETN. I think he's talented. I think he'll have good production this year, like you said. But I think with Tank being there, his his you know volume and production is going to be capped at some mm-hmm. point um, because Tank's going to get his opportunity. And Doug Peterson even said that Tank's role is going to grow throughout the season. So even if ETN starts out the season strong. When he gets to your fantasy playoffs, he's going to probably be in a pretty solid timeshare with Tank Bigsby because the talent's there. We've seen it already in the preseason through training camp, lots of great reviews. I know I'm a little biased, but it's, it's validating for sure. But ETN, I'm okay with moving off of him. I like moving off him for Sanders plus a wide receiver I can put right into my starting lineup. Exactly. This is a trade that helps my team out, Mike. I like it. And I'll tell you what, you know, it makes sense if you're an NFL team, rotate these guys and keep them fresh. The running back is a very physical position. They also have Mm -hmm. Jermichael Hasty there, Tasty McKees. He's good. And Ernest Johnson, look, these guys aren't really anything for fantasy, but they're very good NFL running backs. And by very good, I mean they're capable NFL running Mm -hmm. backs. And if need to, they can hold it down for a few snaps, a game, half game, whatever. Chev, yes or no on these trades? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I like the trades. I think it's fair. I think it's a trade. You know, we know ETN's going to have a good season, I feel like. We know he's going to be productive. But if you can move off of him and get Miles Sanders and DJ Moore, who I think is going to have a big year, Miles Sanders, who I think is going to have another big year, I think they picked him up for a reason to, to use him in the backfield to run and catch passes for Bryce Young. I like that deal. I like it. I think Travis Etienne, I think he's just going to be a little troubled by Tank a good amount enough to just sway him just a little bit this upcoming year. Let's not forget, ETM was not a draft pick of Doug Peterson. A lot of times, be it right or wrong, coaches like to play their guy. Tank was uh, was his guy, just like Evan Hall is Shane Steichen's guy in Indianapolis. <laughs> so someone asked wow. me today on Twitter, uh, where do I have to draft Evan Hall now? And I almost said, just don't. But I got to reach out to the third <laughs> round and say to get Evan Hall from Northwestern, who I kind of like a little bit. Pretty physical running back. Want to hear more of us talk more about players like that? Patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind. You want yourself some rewind after dark. But for now, we're going to take a break, hear from our sponsors. We will see you guys on the other side. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, welcome back, everybody. Nate, let's go to your next trade scenario. What did you pick? Yep, I picked tear down trade target. I did notice the cannot use in all caps that you might have missed 
for the um, record, I want to say this. When I was filling out the show sheet three days before everybody else did, cannot use was not on the show sheet. I saw Bob adding that in there. Today. We had a conversation about it. It was a miscommunication between him and I. Um, but I do need to pay closer attention. Anyway, Nate. Well, maybe there's perks to filling out the show sheet last minute. That's hey, what I've learned tonight. You know what? Point. If I get if I get this new job that I'm going for an interview on next Thursday, I will have a computer um, and then I can fill it out Tuesday at 4.30 p.m. But anyway, yeah, Nate. Like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I'm tearing down. And I don't even consider this a tear down, but apparently it is. So we're going to go with it. We're, I'm tearing down from George Pickens to Deontay Johnson. Does anyone – is that Porkman? Is he – does he know? Oh, my God. <laughs> he's, he's on his way from New Jersey right now. You're just the water. Like, bro outside really loud. <laughs> <laughs> Look, George Pickens, I love the talent. He was one of my top wide receivers coming out of the draft when he came out. I love George Pickens. But he doesn't separate very well. We all know that. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter because he just catches everything that goes his way, and that's great. But Deontay Johnson does separate really well. He's always open, and he consistently gets 140 targets just about every single season. I mean, this guy's a target hog, and we've always talked about it. Volume is where it is in fantasy football. George Pickens, I think he's going to have a lot of, lot of highlight plays. He's going to have some fun plays. He's going to be a really good NFL wide receiver. But I'm starting to doubt if George Pickens is going to be – you know, a top wide receiver for fantasy football just because of how he's going to be used in the Steelers offense, which also at the same time is not a super high-powered offense. Mm -hmm. And Pat Frymuth is going to get his. Deontay Johnson is going to get his. Najee Harris is going to get his. And some people are calling for Jalen Warren to get his. George Pickens, they can't all get a ton of volume, especially unless, you know, if, if Kenny Pickett looks anything like he did last year, you know, these guys aren't all going to be top 20, you know, at their position and things like that. So moving off of George Pickens, who I think is just more of a boomer bust play on a week to week basis. I want Deontay Johnson. who's going to give me consistent points, has a lot more upside this year because he's got to start scoring some touchdowns and we'd be seeing lots more points from Deontay Johnson. I mean, if, if Deontay can get six touchdowns this year, I think you'd be a top 15 wide receiver in fantasy football. Mm -hmm. And I'll take that over George Pickens, who, you know, unless he comes out and absolutely, you know, puts the world on fire, I think it's probably going to be more of a wide receiver 30 to 40 um, with some weeks where he has some big weeks, you know, with those touchdowns. But I just think on a consistent basis, give me Deontay. And in this trade down, I can trade George Pickens for Deontay. I can gain a third. Maybe I can get a throw in player that I want. I can definitely get something on top of Deontay just because, hey, George is the new fresh flavor. People love what's new. They love the new shiny thing. George Pickens is very shiny, but Deontay, he's old reliable. And I'll take that on my team. Yeah, I, I love this. You know, people are really sleeping on Deontay Johnson because of the touchdowns and whatever. You, George Pickens was wide receiver 40 last year, which is nine spots behind the best wide receiver in the NFL. Um, Drake London finished that wide receiver 31. Guy I talked about a lot, Donovan Peoples-Jones. He finished one spot ahead. The only reason uh, George Pickens would have been lower, he did have a rushing touchdown. So that obviously bumps his finish up a little bit. I love this. I love where your head is at. Um, I'm all about this. You know, if I could get Deontay and a pick on top of it, sign me up. Chev, what do you think? Yeah, I don't have much to say. Deontay in a late 24 second, I feel is a great value. You know, I don't even hate George Pickens. I think he's going to be a great player. I just don't know how consistent of his weeks are going to be where he just adds it all together. I think it's going to be sporadic throughout the season, which isn't a bad thing. It's just 
it's hard to add him into your lineups knowing that he could have a week where it's two points or five points, or there's another week where he has 25, 30 points because he had a massive touchdown. So I, 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 I like the tear down here or tear down. Sorry. Well, hey, tear it down too. You can tear it down too <laughs> if you want to think about it that way. I mean, there are people that, you know, Nate makes a really good point. They want that a new good stuff. And I, I get it. You know, you want the shiny new toy, but sometimes it's all about give me reliability, give me consistency, mm-hmm. and give me more Kenny Pickett on roster. Chef, what is the next trade scenario that you selected for us tonight? Yeah. So I'm going with the buy low trade target, running back or wide receiver. And I'm going with a guy that maybe you don't see him having the play right away. Maybe he's not a guy that gets you fantasy points right from the get-go, but it's going to be Ty J Spears. He's behind King Henry, but we know King Henry is getting older. He's going to be 30 by the end of the year, and we've seen him miss time. And if he misses any time, I have no doubt in my mind that Ty J Spears is going to come in, have a great workload, and he's going to put up fantasy football points. He's a guy that even if King Henry stays healthy, I still think he could be a productive third round or third down back at the least. I think he could fit that position for them greatly. And he's so good with his contact balance. He has great hands. He can do everything in that offense that they need him to do. Even pass block, I think he's fine at. You know, we've seen in the preseason he has had flashes. He's a guy that I have talked about to a nauseum this offseason. I love Tajay Spears. I don't care how many ACLs he has left. If he has zero, that means he can't tear it. That's my thought about that. Tyson hey. Spears. <laughs> I like that. You like that? See, You're not wrong. That. Not math wrong. adds up. Math adds up. If they're gone, they're gone. I love Tyson Spears. I think he has the talent to be a great back in the NFL. And I think in fantasy, he still will be a productive back, especially if you're trading a 24 third round pick for him. I even saw a trade Samaje P. Ryan in a late third or fourth to get Ty J. Spears. Samaje P. Ryan's a guy that's going to be behind Javante Williams. I think the hype is a little crazy now that Javante has shown that he could, he's healthy and he's kind of ready to go for a prime time this upcoming year. I love Ty J. Spears. I think he's worth the buy at this point. Yeah, I love this. And look, Ty J. Spears has already – you know, he jumped over Hassan Haskins, who was a fourth round draft pick last year. As a matter of fact, so is Jonathan Ward. Third in the Titans depth chart. And this team that runs a lot. I love this. Look at uh, Tajay Spears preseason, 13 carries, 89 yards and one touchdown. So he's averaging 6.8 yards per carry. He's good. He's a good football player, boys and girls. He is good. And look, the ACLs, I don't care. I want this guy for his first contract. Then he's off my team. Exactly. That easy. Chev, I'm on board. Nate, what do you think? You know, I've been on and off of Tajay Spears throughout this offseason. I was a really big fan of him before the draft. Um, just watching the film, I love Tajay. Um, draft happened. He went to the Titans. I don't really like the scheme fit there. So I was down on him there. Then the news came out about his knees and having no ACLs. So I was pretty much out on Tajay. Um, but this preseason, he's looked good. He's looked healthy. Um, he looks strong and quick. I still have worries about those knees. And, you know, I, I understand, you know, you want a guy for the first contract. But I don't know if we even get through his first contract without some knee issues, um, if, if it's really that bad as it sounds. But 
you know, if you get two years of production out of him and you're trading a 30 round pick, I mean, we'll take that. You know, if, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense at this point. If Henry misses any time, he's the next man up. Um, yeah. He should get some opportunity on third down. So for a third round pick, I'm in on this. Anything more than that, I'm just staying away just because I'm a little more risk adverse. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love the talent of Tajay Spears for sure. Yeah, and you were talking about scheme fit. I feel like, you know, bringing a guy like Tajay Spears, a quarterback like Will Levis, just different than what they've had there before. So maybe, you know, in the future, they're looking to shift their scheme maybe. to the modern NFL. Modern day. of the 1990s <laughs> NFL. Ravens um, did it. Maybe the Titans will do it too. Maybe, but uh, the AFC South might be the most stubborn and uh, backwards division in the NFL. Although, you know, we got Anthony Richardson there now, and he's going to. Yeah, but he's got Jim Ursay, so. That yeah. is unfortunate for him. Um, all right, so let's go to the last one. I'm not supposed to give you a rebuilding trade target, but I'm going to anyway. So here is the guy that I'm going for. Call me crazy. Disagree with me if you will. But listen, Jacoby Myers is cheap. I'm going for value. And look, you're rebuilding. You need value, okay? His DLF value is 47.4. So my trade is Jacoby Myers for a 2024 third. I understand that you need lots of picks when you're rebuilding, but look at hit rates. Jacoby Myers is 26 years old for a third round pick. I'll gladly do that. Here's another one. Jacoby Myers and a 24 fourth. That value is 60.3 for Alec Pierce and Trey McBride, 65.1. I like Alec Pierce. I like Trey McBride, but I can find another Alec Pierce. I could find another Trey McBride. That is a matter of fact. Give me Jacoby Myers. He's only 26. I thought about Gabriel Davis here, to be honest with you, but I feel like people are still just really clinging on to his value. Mm-hmm. I get it. He did just come off a career year, 48 catches, 836 yards, and seven touchdowns. But I think uh, Jacoby Myers, he's a really good target on a team that aside from Devontae Adams, it's kind of devoid of proven wide receiver talent. <clears throat> Hunter Renfro, memory serves me correct, was banged up last year. Let's look at what uh, Jacoby Myers did the last couple of years, 2020. 59 catches for 729 yards, no touchdowns. 2021, 83 catches for 866 yards and two touchdowns on 126 targets, ladies and gentlemen. In 2022, 67 for 804 and six. So, excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean to burp into the microphone. Forgive me. So we can see he definitely gets targeted a lot. He's pretty good uh, when he gets the ball in his hands too. So Nate looks like he wants to disagree with me. That's fine. Nate, go ahead. I don't hate Jacoby Myers at all. I've always been a Jacoby Myers fan. In fact, I actually had a ton of him. I'm across my dynasty leagues after the 2020 season. I thought he was a good buy then. But I don't like your second trade, Mike. I like your first trade for a third-round pick. I think that's a good pick. Mm-hmm. I think for a rebuilding team, I think you pick up Myers, and I think you can flip him for probably a second uh, midseason because I think he's going to be a decent uh, wide receiver two there for the Raiders. But I personally would rather have Alec Pierce and Trey McBride mm-hmm who I think just offer more upside, maybe some more risk. Maybe okay. they do bust out. Jacoby Myers is definitely a safer pick. But I think in a rebuilding scenario, I'd rather have uh, Pierce and McBride, who I can take the upside on, see what happens. If they bust out, I didn't lose too much. Um, you know, Alec Pierce, we'll see what happens with him. He's more of a boom-bust play just naturally with his position, running those go routes all the time. But Trey McBride, getting a ton of usage in the preseason. I don't know what preseason usage really means, but – McBride's out there all the time and Ertz. I mean, he's coming back from injury, but the guy's like 34 years old. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm interested to see how the uh the splits go with Ertz and McBride. Maybe I remember we were really high on McBride. 
we were just a year ago. He does seem to be forgotten about, to be honest with you. Um, I'm curious to see if they deploy some two tight end sets in Arizona, which given their wide receiver, they have to good considering their quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. And Zach Ertz is a guy who's thrived in two tight end sets too. I mean, he was still very viable when he was playing with Dallas Goddard in Philadelphia, so he could do it again. Chev agree, disagree on Jacoby Myers here. Yeah. I think the best thing about Jacoby Myers, he's getting a, a, wide receiver one to play next to now he gets Devonte adams to line up next to he hasn't had that he's been playing in new mm-hmm. england he's been the dog and you know this is only going to help his game in my opinion will he see 67 catches 804 yards i don't know maybe but i i just know he's going to have better looking targets this upcoming year um you know between alec pierce and trey mcbride you know i i get it but you know josh downs is going to be a guy of that offense who i think makes Alec Pierce almost forgettable in my opinion. So I'm fine with the trade, but if you are rebuilding Pierce and McBride, you give yourself two shots instead of one. I, I can see that though. You know, he did play next to Devontae Parker and Nelson Aguilar last year. And Holy crap. So talk about some stuff. Do, the, do the New England Patriots just hate giving their quarterbacks wide receivers or what? Yeah, they got Randy Moss one time and they were like, wow, we can never do that again. You know what happened? Fun. They lost the Super Bowl to the Giants. And you're like, see, it didn't work. I told you. We only threw for like 50 touchdowns. It wasn't fair. <laughs> Where's Deion Branch? Get him back here. <laughs> yes. All right. So before we head out, I want to talk to you about our new sponsor, our friends over at RotoWire. They're putting out new content every day to help you prepare for your drafts and then grind out victories all season long with the My Leagues League Import Tool. Right now, they are offering our listeners every article, cheat sheet, and tool for free two days. So simply sign up at rotowire.com forward slash rewind. They're confident that you'll like their content and tools so much that they don't even ask for a credit card up front. So take a peek behind the paywall and see why Rotowire is one of the most decorated sites in the business, both in terms of industry awards and expert leagues. Did I cut that off there? I don't think I did. But let's get on out of here. And, hey, while you're doing that, make sure you head on over to Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code REWIND for 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Do it 100 times. It'll be fantastic. If you want to come to the Maryland game with Nate and I, SeatGeek.com. Use promo code Dynasty Rewind for $20 off the first ticket purchase. You get save $20 on that $36 ticket. Again, patreon.com forward slash dynasty rewind. Come hang out with us in the Discord. We would love to see you there and they get your roster reviews. Payup.com forward slash dynasty rewind. Am I right? Yes. And if you sign up for Patreon, if you're in the upper tiers, you get a discount code for payhip. Go buy a sweatshirt. Links in the description. So until next time, for Chevin Nate, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Go trade for Jacoby Myers.